This podcast is brought to you by Exoskin, one of the newest and best running apparel brands on the market. They were voted the highest rated base layer for all seasons in all sports. They use 3D seamless knitting. They use rapid dry copper technology. What does that mean? Luckily, my man Croy breaks it all down for me so that I can understand why their shorts are so amazing. He tells me during this conversation that the easiest way to say it is that their gear keeps you comfortable in any condition. And I can attest to that. Their shorts are tremendous. Their toe socks, they're called exo toes. They're outstanding at keeping you blister free out on the trails. They have these brand new wool wool toe socks on their website, as well as underwear that's comfortable and durable. All this stuff makes great Christmas presents, you guys. Check them out exoskin.us all their stuff is on sale right now for the holidays if you make an order please let them know we sent you this podcast is brought to you by big things crewing if you need coaching or pacers or crew for your ultra marathon next year look us up get us on the books whether you're new to the sport or an elite we've got someone for you you can find everything at big-things-crewing.com If you'd like to support us, our mission, or be a part of the Do Big Things tribe, we are on Patreon. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can support us for a month. Patreon.com slash do big things. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Brewing and On Pace Wellness. Stick around to the end of the show and I'm going to get you guys some discount codes for items or services that are just going to enhance for outdoor adventures. This is the Do Big Things Podcast, where we want to inspire you to do big things. This podcast is brought to you by Big Things Crewing, a service for ultra runners from beginner to elite. Not only can we get you trained up, but we can also crew you into the finish line. Find us at big-things-crewing.com. Now, here is your host, Adam McRoberts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's going pretty good. Uh, Every day's Monday. (laughs) Welcome to the good life, right? Yeah, that's for sure. How about you? Day's going great, man. Got out for a little bike ride and just kind of getting it all done. You know, there's always, always stuff to do. You know how it goes. Yeah. What kind of bike? uh, I'm on a 29er mountain bike, um, hard tail, no shocks, uh, single speed. And uh, I like to ride it up and down Flagstaff mountain just about every day. So yeah, man, it's awesome. Yeah. It's like a dirt bike. I feel like a kid on it. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's actually funny. Um, that's how Rick and I met. Rick 
is the owner of Exoskin. Okay. This all started over a flat tire. Really? I got a flat tire one day, uh, forgot my bike, you know, tool bag. Okay. And was walking back to my car uh, down this road, and he just happened to pick me up. And and here we are, you know, about 10 years later. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, okay. So he picked you up from, uh, yeah, having a flat tire, but how did that lead to Exoscan and, and all you guys' successes? Sure. Great question. Um, you know, we were chatting on way back to my car where he dropped me off. And, um, you know, I was just interested to, you know, learn a little bit more about who he was, what he did. He gave me his business card. Because uh, he talked a little bit about, you know, his textiles business and background. So when I got home, I, I pulled up his website later that evening. And um, I, I, it was so funny. I, I said to my wife, uh, I was like, I, I want to work for this guy. <laughs> um, at the time, <clears throat> I was in uh, pharmaceutical sales. Okay. And. Uh, part of his business deal dealt with uh, the medical side. So um, because one of the patented yarns is copper, copper has a lot of properties uh, that lend itself to healing, um, skin health and wellness. And some of the pictures on his website were very compelling because, you know, it, it related to what I did in the pharmaceutical field where I was selling products for patients who had diabetes. And a lot of times they suffer from wounds, especially on their feet mm -hmm. uh, because of nerve damage. Um, and they're constantly fighting to you know, keep their feet healthy, sure. keep their feet because a lot of times they face amputations and so on and so forth. Um, so that's kind of where the interest on my part came. And he was, Exoskin wasn't even in his mind, sure. you know, his main business was selling his patented yarns to other brands for them to use in, in their products. Um, so he worked with you know, companies in bedding, companies in uh, athletics. Um, and that's really where his interest is because, you know, being a mountain biker, or he was formerly in the military, um, he made after he got out of the army, he went to work for the war and developed products for the DOD. Um, so he just had a really rich and interesting background um, and someone who loves to teach and share their knowledge. And I, I'm the type of person that I like to learn and you know, have someone like him as a mentor to kind of you know, help me understand uh, why his products work the way they did. Yeah. Um, he became frustrated working with major label brands, especially in the athletic side, where they want to use a little bit of technology and a whole lot of creative marketing to push their products. Okay. And he became frustrated. Uh, I mean, he's worked with brands, you know, Asics currently uses his yarn in their socks, a little bit here in toe, uh, Adidas, Merrill. They're all brands that use a little bit of his technology and what he really, his vision for Exoskin was um, created a, a technology company that's focused on athletic. 
Mm. Yeah. And you guys have succeeded in doing that. Um, It's pretty crazy. Like when I first heard of you guys, um, I think I'd already started this podcast, but uh, yeah, like I'd heard of you guys on other podcasts and I heard that this stuff is, is fantastic. It doesn't, it doesn't, you don't chafe. You don't have any smells. You can wear them several days in a row if you're out camping and they're not going to smell. And I thought, okay, this sounds great. So I got a pair from you. You were kind enough to send me a pair and uh, I love these shorts, but I have a hard time figuring out why I love them. And if, if I was, if I was going to explain to someone else why I like them so much, I don't know what words I would use because it's like, they're just like a secret weapon. Uh, they're just these fantastic shorts. I love training in them. I love running in them. So if you wouldn't mind, like explain some of, some of what's behind uh, all of that. There's the seamless knitting and um, the, the rapid copper technology. So, and I don't, those are just words to me. So would you mind uh, explaining some of that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'd love to. Um, There's a couple things there. Uh, You mentioned seamless. Uh, We are the only seamless athletic apparel brand in the United States. Hmm. And there's not, you know, there's there's other apparel brands, obviously, but nobody else is doing seamless. Um, It comes down to the type of knitting, the materials we use, and the fit that you get with a seamless piece of apparel. When it fits right, you should forget that you're even wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's like. So, um, you know, it's like, uh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be able to edit this? <laughs> of course I can, but I usually don't. I like to leave all the, uh, the little... Right everything in there but uh no we're no, just- no, it's not a problem so it, getting back to your point um it's the fit the feel and the materials um you know when something fits the way it should or when it moves with you and not against you right that's where the benefit of how it feels comes into play uh the materials we use so there's two patented yarns that we use. The first one is PTFE or polytetrafluoroethylene. Uh, PTFE is found in products that we use on a daily basis. Okay. So Glide Dental Floss, Gore-Tex, uh, synthetic engine oils, um, implants that are placed inside the body. Hmm. Um, Teflon is a formulation of PTFE. So you know, we come in contact with this chemical compound throughout our daily lives, but we don't really think about it. And the benefit of it is two things. It's very hydrophobic, meaning it hates moisture. Mm-hmm. And it's very slick. So the coefficient of friction is very minimal. So that's how we're able to provide a benefit of virtually eliminating chafing. I'm never going to sit here and tell you, oh, wear our shorts or our socks or our shirt, and you're never going to chafe. I, I can't guarantee that. There's too many variables. Right. Um, but the benefit of PTFE is it will, even if it's wet, it's still going to feel like it's dry. 
yeah. because it's constantly trying to pull moisture away from the skin. Mm -hmm. uh, this seamless knitting, it's not just your flat jersey knit. Uh, you mentioned cycling, you know, cycling jerseys, very flimsy piece of material. Our knit uh, has like volume to it. So there's different knits patterns throughout the garment. Uh, the shorts you mentioned, I believe the ones that I sent you, they have some vertical lines yes. or ribs. Yep. Um, that all creates air channels mm. within the garment. Okay. So that allows for better circulation, better moisture movement. Um, so there, that's another benefit. Um, just trying to think. Wow, I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> and you guys have all this patented. This is your particular brand. This is your style. Yes, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is Rick's design. Okay. Uh, he works with you know our. We have two knitters. One is in uh, Florida. The other is in North Carolina. Uh, the knitter in Florida does everything but our toe socks. Hmm. So uh, shirts, sleeves, shorts, tights. And traditional socks all come from our in Florida. Okay. So, and then two socks come from In the beginning stages of this uh, business, uh, this journey, were you guys looking at providing clothes for runners and ultra runners, or were you thinking cyclists and weightlifters? And because now all sorts of athletes are using your stuff. Did it start mm -hmm. just as running apparel, or how did it begin? I think his vision. Uh, in the beginning was, you know, an all around piece of apparel that you could use virtually in, in any activity, whether that be just a casual walk in the gym, at work, or running. Um, I, I think we kind of fell into running, so to speak. Um, I did, like I said before, I didn't have a background in sports uh, business or apparel. Um, so really what I did when I, when he gave me the first couple of pieces, which were shirts, that's the first product he developed. Okay. Um, I took it to a local doctor who also happened to run or own our local running store. And um, he's known throughout the country uh, in terms of, you know, his ability to uh, help people run better. Um, he's a lifelong runner and um, people trust him. So I got this piece of apparel and, you know, Rick has been, you know, talking all about the benefits and everything of it. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to take it to my, this guy I know. And, and I didn't really know Mark. I knew of him, but I didn't know him personally. So I figured he would give me an objective uh, assessment of the shirt. Mm -hmm. Took it in, walked in the store. And he wasn't there, obviously. He was a medical doctor during the day. Um, just talked to his staff, told them about it. And I said, I'd like him to try it. And here's my number. And about a week or so later, I got a call. And he's like, I love this shirt. It's amazing. Um, and that's kind of how it started. So uh, the vision early on was for us to work with independent retailers um, and give them a product that their customers couldn't find anywhere else because we weren't currently selling online. Mm -hmm. And we tried that for a while. 
and it didn't it didn't work for a number of reasons um and a lot of it was our fault you know not having the right product mix not being able to open up enough stores um and it, it just wasn't growing at the rate we needed it to grow what year was so this back, go ahead what year was this this was early this was like 2016 16 okay so not that long ago no okay no. so um was it growing at, at the rate we needed it to so then i took a look at some of the other brands in the industry and kind of what are they doing how are they doing it is successful and obviously you know a lot of brands have ambassador groups mm-hmm. and that was really a, a great way for us to meet people who were active in their community um love the sport so i started you know really what i did i trolled people on social media namely facebook uh, because Facebook was so popular at the time, Instagram really was popular, or at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I started looking at running groups on Facebook, and I would literally cold call people through Facebook Messenger. I would send them a link to the website. Uh, if we had mutual friends, I, w- I knew about us. Um, and that's how I started the ambassador group for ExoScan. Wow. It, it took a while, but then it started to snowball. Yeah. How many ambassadors do you guys have now? Do you have any idea? I, I should know this because I'm, I'm in charge. <laughs> um, it's somewhere around 125, 150. Nice. Okay. Um, you know, people come, people go. Um, we have that. We still have a large group. The, the core group that started with us back in, in 2017. And, cool. you know, we're, we're so blessed and thankful for them mm-hmm. because they, you know, in those early stages, they were our voice. We, we didn't advertise at all. So, and then, you know, podcast, uh, and I hope it's okay if I name drop here. Yeah. Um, we didn't start advertising really till the fall of 2018. Wow. And there again, I contacted uh, Rob Steger, uh, Training for Ultra, mm-hmm. and a couple other podcasts and chatted with each of them. And, you know, Rick was like, well, you know, let's, let's pick one and, and try it. And it, w- it just so happened that it coincided with, uh, Rob running Moab 240. Oh, perfect timing. So uh, that was probably the longest weekend of my life and his <laughs> when, when he ran that race because, you know, I, I we talked on the phone. I told him all about the gear. Uh, we sent him some toe socks and sleeves. And, you know, he wore them. You know, he, he had a couple of weeks to try them prior to Moab. And he... He went and ran the race and didn't have any problems with his feet and loved the socks. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I'd love to have you guys come on board. And we've been on his podcast ever since. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
and so do you guys do any other marketing? Do you guys do any other advertising or is it pretty much strictly through your ambassador program and, and podcasts? It's those are the primary vehicles we use for, yeah. for advertising. That's awesome. Um, we've tried some on social media and with mixed results. Yeah. And, you know, we're a small brand. Yeah. Um, you know, we wear a lot of hats and, um, Right now, you know, the formula works. Uh, I'll never say, you know, we won't look at other, you know, advertising avenues in the future, um, like print or something like that. But, you know, podcasts are where it's at for us because you guys have an audience and they trust you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of our podcasters, you know, they obviously they wear and they love our stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of why we're talking today. Totally, totally. So you said the shirt was the very first product that Rick came up with. Were the shorts next or was, and I'm also a big, yeah, you mentioned the, the exo toes as well. The, the, the socks that are similar to the Ingenji's, but I like you guys is better. Um, what was next? Was it the shorts or how did the evolution go as far as the apparel? Sure. Uh, shorts were next. Okay. And the version was what we now call the max compression short. Um, shortly after that, the, we developed socks, traditional socks. So we started with, um, ankle, um, crew and graduated compression. Uh, the quarter crew came after that. And then a no show, um, toe socks didn't happen until 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, and there again, we are the only toe sock manufacturer in the United States. Ah, cool. So, okay. Um, you know, and you mentioned the other brands, uh, I'm not here to knock them. I would love to have their market share. <laughs> um, but in the end, it comes down to design and materials, just like we talked about with the shorts. Yeah. Well, you guys have what feels like to me is like a very grassroots feel. It feels like you guys are a small business that, isn't trying to sell out, isn't trying to grow too big. Uh, you're a small business, but you're, you're small and sturdy. It feels like you guys have a place in the running community and uh, the entire workout world, really. People are wearing your stuff in the gym and cycling and everything. But um, it feels very grassroots and sturdy, uh, just from my point of view. So um, I, I don't know how you take that, but um, like where, where, what's the vision? Like, where do you see yourself in this business exoskin in five, 10 years? Yeah, great question and great comment. Thank you for uh, recognizing that, you know, without our customers and our community, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. um, we are very hands-on uh, in terms of how we approach um, those that come in contact with the company. Um, I was just, you know, before we hopped on, I was just sitting at my desk, um, write, handwriting notes on receipts to every customer. Uh, we still do that, you know, we're in, in year five. Um, mm, wow. And during the holiday sale, it, it's taking <laughs> a significant amount of time, which is a great problem to have. Mm. Um, I would say, you know, I, I think the and at the end of the day, for us and for me especially it's about the people it's you know 
getting a call or an email um, and trying, you know, finding someone who maybe they're having problems with their feet and we're able to help that customer and help them run either pain-free or without getting blisters or without having chafing. And, and that's really where I, what jazzes me about my job um, is being able to help people, keep them comfortable is, is what it boils down to. Yeah. If I do my job, you're comfortable and you can focus on your training or your race as opposed to how crummy your apparel make, make you feel. <laughs> True, yeah. So, and and then, in terms of, of where we, we see ourselves, in fact, we're, the goal is to obviously grow the business, mm -hmm. but um, to be quite honest, I, yeah, we just want to become more of a household name um, in terms of the running community, but we don't have any plans. You know, uh, you will never see our apparel never say never on Amazon. Mm. Um, we plan on staying an independent brand. Cool. Yeah. 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 That takes guts nowadays, you know, that takes uh, resilience and uh, that is noteworthy right there. I mean that, it, you know, hats off to you guys. That's, that's commendable. Um, you. you mentioned that you don't really have a background in athletics and you don't really have a background in uh, business. So um, what is your background, Croy? And, and you kind of mentioned how you got into this world, but did you ever expect to end up in a, in a sports apparel world? <laughs> no, it, it was very serendipitous. Um, no, my, I mean, my, my business background, I have 20 plus years in sales. Prior to that, I was in mechanical engineering and design. Um, I got bored, which is what prompted me to get into sales. Um, did I ever see my, no, it was just by chance. And, you know, it, you know, that those first couple interactions with Rick and the potential, you know, because basically what would happen is we would meet up a couple times and go riding during the week. And he would talk, you know, we talk shop or he would talk shop. And I would ask questions about textiles just because I like to learn. Mm. Um, and it was fascinating because, you know, he was, he was working on another venture prior to Exoskin. Uh, they were doing socks and, and compression sleeves, but it wasn't for the athletic market. Um, and that, that failed. Um, so he took the lessons learned from that and kind of applied that to, you know, how, how and when he started Exoskin. And I was, I was at a point in my career where I wanted, I was ready for a change. Um, I've worked for small, relatively small companies. I've worked for big corporations. Um, the other thing that gets me jazzed in the morning to start work is the fact that this is a, a very small company. There's not a lot of rules. There's just the number to meet. And when something needs done, you just find a way to do it. Right. And, you know, so, you know, there's no, well, let me call marketing. Or let me call human resources. No, it's, you know, let's figure this out and get it done. Yeah. How, how many people do you guys have employed? 
Um, because we're privately held. I, let's see. How do I answer that? Less than 10. Wow. Wow. So you now, are. That being said, you know, there are a lot of people outside of Exoskin because, you know, of the manufacturing chain. So sure. our suppliers, our knitters, the, it, there's hundreds of people that we rely on mm. to create our products. Yeah. Um, but Exoskin as a brand is less than 10 people. Okay. Gotcha. And this all started from a flat tire. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I said I didn't have a background in sports. You know, my my athletic background, I, I was a cyclist. Um, I don't have a lot of time to ride, so I'm kind of jealous that you're talking about riding a single scooter. <laughs> of all the mountain bikes I own, the one I missed the most was my single speed. Really? Yeah. It's I just have, such a fun bike. It's uh I called it the truth. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I Regardless, technology influences our lives, you know, yeah. whether it's, you know, the shoes you're wearing, uh, the bike you're riding. Yep. I have an Ellsworth full suspension that, you know, I called my midlife crisis bike. Um, and I've spent a lot of miles on that bike. But when you climb on the single speed, there's no hiding. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, technology's great. I'm all for advancement in technology, but... Yeah, sometimes it's nice just to strip it all down to the bare bones essentials and just go for it. I mean, same thing with trail running. I love going out with a pair of shorts and shoes and that's it. You know, like I might get some water from a stream along the way and I might not. And I love just stripping it down to the to the essentials. Yeah. Um, so one thing I'm pumped about with you guys is the wool toe socks. And that's a pretty new thing for you guys, right? They just came out yesterday. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm excited about the, the crew wool toe socks and those are still on the way, right? You guys don't have the crew ones yet. We don't. Um, this is it's a funny story. So we started this project three years ago to create wool toe socks. Really? And, you know, we didn't spend an entire year on it, but you know, in order, let's say, you know, for instance, uh, this version that we just came out with, we started the design or the redesign back in June. And, you know, we got the first samples, tried them on, made some adjustments, so on and so forth. So from June to November, that's how long it took. So we did that the previous two years prior. And we would get the ankle, the quarter crew would be done. And then it went to the crew and something failed with that version. And then the next year, it was something with the quarter crew. And we just, you know, we ran out of time because, you know, a wool toe sock is probably gonna be used fall, winter, and maybe some in the spring. Um, I mean, obviously some folks will wear them year round. But we had other projects that were taking priority. So yeah, this is third times the charm came true with, with ours. Um, so to answer your question, crew version of the wool toe socks, we hope to have those one to two weeks. Nice. Um, I always hedge my bets in textiles. I've learned the hard way. 
don't count those chickens before they're <laughs> right. <but. laughs> Uh, it's it's snuck up and bit us in the past. So. Sure, yeah, you just never know when you're relying on other people. It's it's there's always room for error there, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I am a fan these days. The older I get, I guess I'm 46. Um, I like paying a couple extra bucks for something that's going to last me a really long time. Um, outside of the running world, I, I've just recently gotten into raw salvage denim, like this pair of jeans I'm wearing and they cost a couple extra bucks, but it's a thick pair of denim. That's going to last me a long time. And they age really well too. And, uh, so that's just the kind of stuff that I like to buy. I've, I've been, you know, I've done, I've gone the route of all these, these shorts are on sale. They're only 20 bucks a piece. You can get them online, but they only last you a year, you know? And I don't know exactly what feedback you guys have gotten. You've obviously been around your product longer than I have, but this seems like a pair of shorts that's going to hold up for a long time. Like I've already put them through a beating. And uh, as long as there's not an accidental rip from a fall or something like that, this seems like a short that's going to last a really long time. Does that that sound right? Yeah, I I cuss Rick sometimes for creating products that last too long. (laughs) <laughs> you know i think and even even if you do accidentally rip it i have i have a long sleeve shirt it's probably five six years old okay and i was mountain biking one day and i didn't see a limb hanging over the trail and it it went in the arm of the shirt and tore a hole in it and i just never did anything about it, it just it still has like a quarter size hole right in the bicep it hasn't grown any further. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing that customers love about the products is they generally last a very long time. Um, you know, do things break, do things tear? Yes, they do. And we do our best to, uh, honor, you know, our commitment to our customers. Um, we replace things even sometimes when it's not our fault. Mm -hmm. Um, just to make things do the best job we can to make things right. Mm-hmm. Um, along those lines, uh, if I can, uh, sizing with our apparel is unique. Yeah, I've noticed. So but you guys are very accommodating with the sizing before the order even takes place. Like, I think that when we first reached out to you, it was my wife, Beth. And uh, she said, I want to order a pair of shorts. And right away, you or somebody got back to her and said, okay, what's your, like, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Because the smalls right might not fit you exactly right. So yeah, tell us about the sizing. Sure. Um, well, because seamless apparel is inherently form fitting, like we can't create a, a pair of shorts that are, that'll be baggy. Um, we could, but they would be, you know, they have to be cut apart, sewn back together. And that's not really where we're at right now. Um, so that's why I asked for the body measurements. Um, the other thing is we are, and I myself included, we are accustomed to the sizing that the apparel industry as a whole wants to make us think we're a certain size. And myself, case in point, I put out a video back over the summer before we released a new short. Um, because, you know, when we do see, especially in shorts, when we do see a seam failure, 
a lot of time it's a sizing issue mm. and not so much the fault of the scene. That's not to say the customer didn't buy the right size. It just, they may need a different size for their body type. So case in point, like I can wear like size 34 jeans. So if I go to the Exoskin website and order a pair of shorts, I might get a medium, might get a large. In our shorts, I wear an extra large. Okay. Because my, in reality, my waist is more like 41 inches. Right. Not 34. Yeah. It's like the vanity sizing going back to the denim. That's a thing that I noticed. I measured my waist and it's like 36 and I, but I ordered a pair of 32 jeans, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know what that is, but vanity sizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, when, when I, I never measured my waist recently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it was funny. I was in the, the area where we mountain bike and I just set up the tripod to do this video, uh, put it out on social and I'm standing there and I'm, I'm along the road, but I'm standing there with a measuring tape, measuring my own waist. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm not 34 waist. <laughs> so they, to, your, to your point, um, a lot of times, you know, I, when I see orders come in, I, I look for orders uh, especially if somebody orders a small short, um, I typically reach out to those folks and say, thank you for the order. I uh, just want to verify your size before we ship it out. Uh, just because we want to make that experience the best possible experience for the customer. And I'd rather ask the question up front and save them money on shipping back a return or exchange. Yeah, Totally. Well, it was a very nice touch and uh, it felt huge really when, when you reached out and said, um, you know, you normally wear size small, but you might want to size up, but is that typically it? Like size up one or two different sizes. If I'm ordering a pair of shorts or tights or, or shirt from Exoskin, is it generally size up one or two? Generally, um, the shorts seem to run smaller than say the shirts do. The shirts are very forgiving, especially the form fit category. They're just designed to hug the contour of your body. There's no lycra or spandex in the body of that shirt. So, for instance, I can wear, you know, I'm 190 pounds. If I'm on the bike and I need a base layer, I can wear a medium. Yeah. I can also wear the extra large and it's not too big. Mm, Okay. So that there's a wide range there in terms of how I can tailor the fit to how I want it to feel. Yeah. Okay. Winter's coming up and I haven't dug too deep on you guys's winter apparel, but I, you know, you guys have the tights and the long sleeve shirts and, and you guys have the, the, like the ultimate base layer. That's what you guys kind of are your shorts, your tights, and every athlete needs a base layer, especially if they're out in the winter time. But um, do you have separate winter clothes, tights that are a little bit thicker or tops that are a little little bit warmer? Uh, The short answer is no. Oh, okay. So Rick's vision was for this to be all season. Hmm. Now, that being said, um, the max compression version of the shorts and tights is heavier than the mid compression version. Got it. So... Um, in terms of, you know, 
the yarn feeds going into a mid compression, there are two, two yarns that are knit together. Mm. Where uh, the max compression uses three. So uh-huh. it has that, that third layer of yarn. Um, so if you want a, a little thicker tight, I would go with the max. Now we don't have full length in that version. We okay. only have like a, a capri length. Um, the shirts, you can layer. So for you could use the form fit as your base. You could put a loose fit over top or a, a different form fit with a different sleeve. Um, but there again, and I always tell people who are not accustomed to wearing our apparel, you need to layer differently because that, that form fit long sleeve shirt has the thermal equivalent of say like a 300 gram wool shirt mm. so it would definitely keep you warmer and if you overlayer, then you're just going to be a soaking wet mess yeah yeah but i've run in your max compression shorts in the summertime and they're also very breathable yeah yeah it's like it feels like a kind of a heavy short but it's very breathable and like you said it, it's like you're running without anything on so yeah they're just like magic man that's what they are they're magic <laughs> It's found the unicorn. Yeah. And uh, our mutual friend, Katie Asmuth, I think is how you say her last name, who ran Western States this year. You introduced me to her and I had her on the podcast and she just said, yeah, it's my secret weapon. Like, you know, if, if I'm really close with people, I'll kind of let them know about the exoskin world, but I almost want to keep it as a secret because it's my, my secret weapon at races, you know, and I think she runs in the, the exo toes. So, but yeah, yeah, just fantastic stuff, man. So you guys There's are- a funny story there. Um, she was a customer for a couple years. Okay. And had no idea. Yeah. And then, say, a month or two before Western States, she reached out and she's like, you know, I'm getting ready to run this race. And obviously, I know Western States. And I was like, yeah, I went to so. <laughs> She actually, she used, for the, the Western States, she used the socks. She used our mid-compression shorts under her uh, Saucony kit, and she used our arm sleeves as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and I guess that's a nice touch, too, for folks, guys who don't like to wear spandex. It's a good base layer. You can wear those underneath a pair of running shorts, right? Is that pretty typical, pretty common? Do a lot of people do that? They do, um, even more so now that we came out with our liner short or underwear. Oh, yeah. So that just came out in April, um, and that quickly became one of our most popular products. Uh, we're having a hard time keeping it in stock. Mm. Um, and they're super lightweight, but supportive, but they're designed to be an undershort. Okay. So... Obviously, you know, none of our shorts have pockets in them. And over the past couple of years, a lot of people were wearing our shorts as in an un, like a liner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, Rick's like, I'm, I'm going to make underwear. And yeah, people love them. Yeah, I've got to try so, those. It's funny how, you know, you guys started with a shirt, but now it seems to me like your exo toes and your underwear and your shorts are probably your most popular products. 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Were you looking at my spreadsheet? <laughs> no, no, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Um, socks, we call socks our gateway drug into Axum skin just yeah. because they are the lowest cost item we make. And for the most part, everyone wears socks. Yeah. Um, it was um, underwear, there again, um, relatively low cost. So, um, you know, and as the word gets out about, you know, more and more people being able to run long distances without dealing with the problems that they normally deal with, um, more and more people are, are coming into our brand and helping, you know, spread the word. So, um, you know, it's, I, you know, we talked about athletes, um, I'll throw another name out there. I'm name dropping today. Um, but John Kelly, I've worked with John ever since he finished Barkley. Mm. Um, and full disclosure, I am not a runner. Uh, the furthest I ever ran, I did a half marathon once. <laughs> Didn't so, you do a lot of long distance bicycling at one time? He did, he did, and he still does. Okay. No, didn't you though? Oh, uh, me, yeah. Yeah. I um my background is in mountain biking. That's my my love, my passion in terms of athletics. Um, but I went road cyclist just out of convenience. Um I started road cycling um back in the early 90s just because uh when I got into mountain bike racing. All my friends were racing cross country and I did okay. I was like back of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that I love to go downhill really fast. Um, so I migrated into downhill. And some of the best training that I found, in ter- just because in downhill, you're pedaling all the time, mm-hmm. at least in the races. And back in those days, the courses aren't like they are now. Um, so there was a lot of pedaling. And road biking lends itself to pedaling all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've the, the most I've done in one day was 188 miles. Dang. So that's yeah. out. Yeah. Thank you. That so was, it's that not, was more fun. Yeah. So it's not like you don't have any athletic background. No. No. I've I've spent my fair share of time in the saddle. Didn't you tell me about one time you were biking through Boulder, or were you on a motorcycle trip? No, I um, I flew into to Denver and took the bus to Boulder. Um, I have a buddy that lives in Grand Junction. Okay. Um, and I, I took like 10 days. This was like seven, eight years ago. Um, I took, you know, a little bit of time, went out and hung out with him. Um, the day I flew in, he couldn't come over to Boulder and pick me up. Um, but I had rented a bike from a local shop there, um, but things got turned around. Uh, I took the wrong bus and ended up, uh, what's the town next to Boulder? Is it Louisville? Louisville, yeah. Louisville? Yep. I, it, I, I, I leave the hotel in my riding gear, you know, like my baggy shorts, my cleats, um, hop on a bus and I'm supposed to go, go to this bike shop. I end up in Louisville and the driver parks the bus and says, I'm on break. <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, I'm not, I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and 
He's like, I'm on break. You're going to have to just wait till you know, I come back with the next bus. And I waited for a long time and got frustrated. I, I started walking back to Boulder. <laughs> so what, some guy, he was like a, a county assessor, picked me up and took me back to Boulder. Wow. And I ended up renting one of the uh, bike shares and just oh. toured around town. And then, yeah. you know, the, uh, let's start the U.S. Geological Survey. Up oh, on, up on uh, NCAR or uh, yeah. Chautauqua? Up on top of the, like, by the Flatirons. Yeah, Chautauqua Park up there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Up, up there. Yep. I was just riding this, you know, I looked kind of like Pee Wee Herman bike, and <laughs> all these cyclists were coming down, and I was saying hi to everybody. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get the ride in Boulder, but then I, I rode out in uh, Fruta and Moab yeah. uh, and Durango. Yeah. You guys got some great riding out there. Oh, yeah, we do, man. We really do. We really do. Um, well, thanks for doing this, Croy. Like, I wanted to talk to you, get to know you a little bit more. But, I, you know, I, I also wanted to figure out how to explain you guys' product to other people because it's that good. And I talk about it on just about every podcast. I mention you guys, but I have a hard time articulating, like, I took this pair of shorts out on a camping trip in my van and I wore them every day in a row for like five days without washing them. And they're the best shorts ever. So, um, yeah, this will help me to explain myself a little bit better. Well, I, I appreciate the opportunity. And I know, you know I started to tell you about, uh, John. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, a lot of people want, and we appreciate you spreading the word. Um, yeah. a lot of people, try and talk about the technology. Um, it took me some time to get used to talking about it, but the easiest way to explain it is not to get involved with the technology aspect of it. Um, I just like to say it keeps you comfortable in any conditions. Yeah. And the technology is there for, for the reason just to keep you comfortable. Mm. So, like, you know, when you, when you put a pair of shorts on and you don't feel like you're wearing shorts, that's when we've done our job right. Totally. Yeah. John, when he set the FKT on the Kenai leg, uh, or same, same trail, but during the spine race, just in the winter, they, John ran the whole thing and never changed his socks. He never took his socks off. Wow. Or the, the liner shorts or the tights that he was wearing both times. Yeah. Um, there again, that's that's nail biting for me because I'm watching, I'm dot watching, going. Oh, I, 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 but <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is for me is is being able to help somebody. You know, if I can save you a sock change during a race, yeah, that's when we do a good job. That's where you did it. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, I had some big plans for last year to do uh, a couple long races and I ended up with an injury and I wasn't able to do those long races. I, I ran, I think I ran a couple marathons and a 50 miler last year and I wore your toe socks and yeah, didn't have to change them at all. Um, I'm hoping that I'm going to be healthy next year and I'm signed up for a couple more 200 mile races, uh, Coca Dona 250 being one of them. And oh, wow. so, yeah, I am planning on rocking the, the exoskin kit pretty much from head to toe damn near because your stuff is that good. And especially 
a hot race where I'm going to be sweating in the daytime and cold at night, I think that your base layers are going to be perfect because I can put something over the top of them at night, or I can strip down and just wear your base layers in the daytime and, and stay cool enough, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's well, exciting. yeah, no, I'm pumped, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you guys have a website, exoscan.us. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anywhere else that we can point people or can we point people to your site to like look for Christmas presents or anything. I know we mentioned that the wool toe socks are a new item that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, website and then social media uh, at Exoskin USA. Um, but the website is where you order from. And just to let everybody know, we are running a huge holiday sale from now to the end of the year. So they don't need any discount code. Everything literally is marked down. Hmm. So just come to the site, um, take a look around. Anyone has questions? Is it okay if I give my contact information out? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Sure. Yeah, email me at Croy, so that's K-R-O-Y, at exoskin.us. Um, and my number's on the website as well. If call customer service. You'll either get myself. Sometimes Rick answers the phone uh, if he's not tied up. So... Uh, that's the best way for people to, to get a hold of us. Okay. And you said you don't need discount codes. If I, if like, I want to order some Christmas stuff and I want to get on there and use our discount code BTC, um, is that uh, code like null and void because you guys have already slashed the prices on your stuff? Most likely if you try and use a code, you'll probably get an error message. Okay. Okay. Um, just because we, the way we've coded the website, is to not accept the codes. Um, so yeah, I, I would say, here's what I would say to do. Uh, if you wanna put like BTC in the comments, that would be appreciated because that way we know folks have uh, heard about us from your podcast. Okay. Um, uh, the other thing I'll mention that we're doing um, during the sale is any order that is $95 or greater qualifies for a free pair of our toe socks. Oh. So what the customer is supposed to do, uh, their order is $95. That doesn't include shipping. Um, they put a comment in and they say, I would like a size two toe sock. They can pick ankle or quarter crew. Um, they can list a color if they like, but we're using what colors we have available uh, based on, you know, our inventory levels. Um, but yeah, so 95 and above, get a free pair of toe socks, uh, with that order. Awesome. Cool. Fantastic Christmas present for any runner or anybody into athletics in your family. I mean, this is the stuff. If you, if you've got family members in the gym, pumping iron, if you've got cyclist family members, skiing family members, running family members, I mean, this is the stuff and they're going to thank you for it later. Um, there's another brand. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're in Leadville, Colorado. They make, they're, they're called Melanzana. They make uh, mostly sweatshirts, but they also make uh, pants as well. Mm. Um, and it's a, it's a small local brand. You can't order any of their stuff online. 
And now they're so busy that when you go to the town of Leadville, you actually have to make an appointment in person to come back in a couple of days to buy some of their gear because they're just that busy, but they make fantastic stuff. And this stuff just lasts. I have a sweatshirt from them that I bought like literally like 12 or 14 years ago, and it looks brand new. And I still wear it outside on huge adventures and wear it all over the place. But I've got a couple other sweatshirts. And, you know, like I said, to me, it's worth it to pay a couple extra bucks for something that's quality, something that's going to last for years, something that even ages well, you know, you're going to have it for a long time. And I think that's what Exoskin is. And uh, you're not going to be sorry, you're going to thank me later if, if you order their stuff. So yeah. Uh, one final thing in, in terms of, you know, when somebody tries, especially somebody new to our brand, um, we offer a full refund within 30 days. Mm. So that, and to us, that means you get the stuff, you try it out, you wear it for 30 days. If it doesn't work for you, we'll give you a full refund. Yeah. So. Which is perfect. I mean, that gives everyone a chance to try it. And if it's not for them, they there's there's nothing lost there. So that is the ultimate business practice right there. You guys, you guys have got it down, man. It's like a small and sturdy business, but you've got it figured out. So hats off. And thanks so much for doing this, Croy. I really appreciate it. And uh, we love your stuff, man. So um, yeah, everybody check out exoskin.us, um, Christmas presents, uh, all the runners in your family, load them up. This is the stuff, but um, Croy, thank you so much. I appreciate you doing this. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you, Adam, for the opportunity to come on. And, uh, you know, you had asked me earlier in terms of goals. I think the biggest goal for me personally with the brand is to get to the point where I can get back out on the road and travel and go to races and and meet our customers uh, cool. face to face. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, maybe within the year or so, I especially want to get out to Colorado and Utah. Yeah. Um, so if I do, uh, I'm going to need you to show me that hill. Well, if you come to Colorado, definitely look me up, but I'm at a point in with our business where that's kind of what I'm doing is I'm going to be going to all the races next year and putting in the work, being the boots on the ground and just, talking to people and trying to get the good word out about our business. So um, if you need some boots on the ground in Colorado and Utah area, man, uh, we can, we can work something out there too, but um, yeah, we'll definitely stay in touch, man. Um, I love you guys' stuff and uh, thanks so much for your support with our podcast and our business. And um, let's just keep moving forward and doing big things. You as well. Best of luck. Uh, We will definitely be in touch and I hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Awesome. You as well, Croy. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, you guys. What did you think? Give me a shout. Let me know. Remember to subscribe, like, share, review. We are on Patreon as Do Big Things. That is patreon.com slash do big things. Follow us and support us there. I can't keep this thing going without you guys. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can support us for a whole month. Thank you so much to all of our supporters. I love you guys. We want to thank our sponsors. First of all, Exoskin. They make a full range of apparel from hats to socks and everything in between. Exoskin is the only seamless athletic apparel brand that is made in the U.S. 
Their stuff is tremendous at providing protection from chafing, blisters, hot spots, and odor. If you're into anything outdoors and you haven't bought any of their stuff, you are slipping, Jack. Their shorts, socks, shirts, and hats have been through some of the most challenging and rigorous races in the world. And they stand behind their products with a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you wear it and you're not convinced, send it back for a full refund. So you have nothing to lose. Check them out, exoskin.us. Use our promo code BTC, all caps, for Big Things Crewing. And that is a 15% promo code, you guys. This podcast is also brought to you by On Pace Wellness. Will Benitez is working with some of the finest athletes around, and he's helping them find even more success. Will's a certified nutritionist, and he knows what's what when it comes to diet and nutrition. You want to take your game to the next level? Contact On Pace Wellness. Maybe you're not an elite athlete, and you just want to be healthier and feel better on the day-to-day. Maybe you just need a little guidance. Contact On Pace Wellness. Mention this podcast, and he's going to give you a 10% discount and get you properly tuned up for success. Last but not least, this podcast is brought to you by Athletic Brewing, the finest non-alcoholic craft beer on the market. Have yourself a tasty beer or two without all the negative side effects. You can have one in the middle of the day, not have to worry about driving. You can have a couple at night, not have to worry about being groggy in the morning. There's no hangover with this stuff because there is no alcohol. Check out athleticbrewing.com. Use my discount code, McRobertsA20, all caps, for 20% off the best non-alcoholic beer around. Buy two six-packs or more, and you don't have to worry about shipping costs. Enjoy the taste without the hangover. Remember, guys, life is short. Do big things, baby. Pedro, take us for a run.